With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for March 23rd. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Matt. How you doing, Matt? I'm tired. From what? I don't know, but I'm tired. Just, uh... We're all tired. I was, I was just, I can't, I can't get over how exhausted I was yesterday from doing absolutely nothing. And it's just a new normal that I'm still getting used to. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, I, everybody is experiencing like a little bit of the pain that Big Brother players experience, uh, being cooped up all day, not yeah, having see, anything to do. That's the thing. Like, I've seen a lot, a lot of Big Brother alumni tweeting that kind of thing. I cannot say I feel any sympathy towards them. They were having the time of their lives on a fun TV show, getting uh, all kinds of opportunities, potentially getting tons of followers, getting all the things that come with being on Big Brother. And I'm just getting tired. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting out of this that uh, th- that they might have gotten. You're getting you're getting to you're a little bit closer to the experience. That's what you do. You got to take the positive. If I wanted the experience, I would have tried out for Big Brother even one time in my life. But that's not what I want. I just want to leave my house. Uh, well, that's uh, sucks for you then and All everyone. Right. Just had to get that out. Yeah. Um, well, we are here to talk about everything that happened on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. Yesterday, it was day 23 in the house. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be pretty sad when we hit April and the day 23 that we're talking about on March 23rd stops happening because that's I really enjoy it. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about what happened yesterday. Um, as we know, Sheldon is HOH. He has nominated Carol and Min for eviction. But really, it's just Carol, or at least it seems to be that way. Um, 
Hira has won the power of veto. Sue has been trying to maybe get the idea out there. What if we just vote out Min and then Carol will just leave anyway? Um, hasn't really gotten much traction, but uh, it is something that Sue would really like to have happen because she doesn't want Min in the house anymore. Um, and so that's that's where we're at right now. We talked with Godfrey last night about everything that's been going on in this house. He was great, so make sure you check that out. But on the feeds yesterday, we started the day with some cool kids. Some cool kids. Um, I think this is technically appropriation of uh of Chilltown. i feel like they have they have encroached uh the the territory of Chilltown too much um that uh, chill town and all its subsidiaries like cool kid club cards um are protected by big brother uh best alliances copyright and they should not be allowed to do this. That uh, Chris, Vanessa, Sue, Brooke, and Sheldon, that five-person alliance, they have named themselves the Cool Kids. I don't hate the name as much as Brooke seems to, or Brooke and Sheldon both seem to. Every time they say it, they're like, this is so uncomfortable, I can't even say it out loud. Uh, it's ironic. The point of the name is that... Uh, it's it's supposed to be funny, uh, but I don't know if they're taking it too seriously or what, but um, I would love to be an alliance named the cool kids because um, it just sounds funny. I don't know. But um, well, yeah, I, that's 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 why Dr. Will thought of it 20 years ago. OK, well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing it again here. Uh, I don't know. Canada has never had, I guess, anything super close to this. Um, the pretty boys obviously were. um somewhat i mean well no because they all thought that they were actually like the prettiest boys on earth and uh i think that's kind of uh, what what they went with there but uh i don't know i i like the name of it and this group of five is pretty interesting um just because the fact that especially now that uh that group of four is broken up with kyle out of the house it does feel like even back then and especially now uh the connection between vanessa and between Vanessa with Brooke and Sheldon is just has been broken, has been a mess and it doesn't seem like it's really formed back together. So this is a five that they're running with. And I still feel like Brooke and Sheldon feel like Vanessa won't come after them right now. She won't put them up or anything like that. And it just seems like there's not a whole lot of sure trust between them. Uh, but this is still like their main alliance. Yes. Um, which which we talked about last night with Godfrey, the fact that Vanessa was in an alliance with Brooke and Sheldon. She saw how they operated in a secret alliance that was running the entire house in with as many people in the house as possible. Now she's in an, another alliance with them. And they're acting entirely differently. They're acting like, this is our crew. We don't really talk to anybody else. We're running with this. And she's like, this has not raised any red flags for her whatsoever. Like, what you, why do you think that this is just all of a sudden they've just completely changed their, uh, their, their mode of operation in the house? I mean, it has to be that she never actually paid much attention because she was too busy going... Agree. 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 Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay. They're not, they're not going to catch me. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's it. And she, well, she used to have Kyle to like bounce ideas off of and just bounce off her thoughts or whatever. She still has Chris. Uh, and those two are, are obviously pretty close, but Chris is not the 
perceptive, perceptive kind of person that Kyle was. Kyle was close to those two. Kyle uh, spent a lot of time talking game with those two. That was never Chris. Uh, so even though she can bounce ideas off of Chris, Chris is still kind of living in his own little fantasy world from what I've seen. Uh, he, it's not like he's clueless about the game or anything, but like he doesn't see everything exactly for how it is. And that doesn't seem like the perfect person for Vanessa to be aligned with. But at this point, it's all she has. I mean, I, from my perspective, Chris is uh, is dominating in the house. Uh, he's achieving his goals. He's dominating and achieving his goals, uh, which is that uh, he's just continuing to uh, to get as many ladies as he might yeah. call them as possible. Uh, he spent a good like hour massaging Re uh, yesterday. Um, if you wanted that image in your head, um, well. Congratulations. It's there. I had to see it on the other feed, even though I wasn't listening to it for an hour. So congratulations. And wasn't that like kind of a strategic maneuver from Maddie and Rianne? I, I feel like I heard them talking a couple days ago about uh, Chris is giving out massages. How do we get in on that? We have to we have to make sure that he likes us enough to give us massages. Yeah, because because here's the thing, because everyone knows how much of like a horn dog Chris is, uh, like all of the women in the house feel like the way to manipulate him is by flirting with him. So. That's what they do. And it just reinforces the idea to Chris that he's such a great player. Mm. Uh, he's not of the game, but of women uh, that uh, he's just this big stud that everyone loves. Meanwhile, they all like most or not most of them, but like people like Sue, who's one of the, the biggest like flirters of Chris um, is also like really creeped out by him at times and like doesn't want to do too much, but realizes this is the best way to manipulate him. Um, and so it's like it's a whole big thing here. And I mean, she's the one who, who has a boyfriend on the outside and she's, uh, you know, I think sometimes between the two of them, it gets a little too far and he'll think like, oh, wow, she's like really into me right now. And she has to be like, whoa, 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 like, stop. This is uh, <laughs> this is the end. This is as far as we're going here. Uh, but yeah, it even works with like Min Lee. Min Lee has like been able to get across that line with Chris and uh, just whether whether they're talking about like you know, they had a conversation, I think it was like two days ago about like Minley's personal life and they connected a little bit on that end. But then uh, Minley was like complimenting him the other day saying like, oh yeah, you look like someone who really eats well and like takes care of their body. And he was just like all feeling himself and all happy with everything that she was saying to him. So uh, if even Minley can get across that line to, to make him feel good and uh, you know, all the stuff that all the women in the house are trying to do with Chris, uh, it's going to work from any of them. Yeah. So, uh, so Chris and the cool kids. So basically, Chris is like in the HOH room with this alliance, Chris, Vanessa, Sue, Brooke, and Sheldon. Uh, and he's like shaking everyone. So he's like, welcome to the cool kids in the house. Welcome on, congratulations on making it to the cool kids in the house. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, we'll just name it the cool kids. Um, uh, so they talk, they talk strategy. And, uh, and the strategy here is basically what's been going on in the house up until this point. They're at a dead, a deadlock here that, uh, this alliance is so entirely not on the same page um, and entirely exists to just prevent uh, Vanessa and Chris from going after Sheldon and Brooke uh, so that Sue is in there like the demon needs to go next. It's all we need to get the demon out. Uh, and by demon, she means uh, men. Um, and Vanessa's like, yeah, but I'd like to go after the three. Uh, and Chris is like, mm, here is dangerous, too, though. Uh, and like they're all three of them want different uh, like so sue wants men out 
Vanessa wants JL out and uh, Chris wants Hira out. And then uh, Brooke and Sheldon don't care because they're aligned with everybody. Uh, And so (laughs) this is a very disorganized alliance. Yeah, and it does feel like they are missing Kyle a little bit. Kyle uh, kind of took the lead and was directing, uh, obviously, that first week when they went after Michael. Uh, and then last week, they you know were locked in on uh, the Brienne thing. And then eventually that shifted when Sheldon and Kyle both agreed that Minley was fine to go. And, you know, they they all had their different agendas, but they were kind of reporting back to the main core of that, which was with Kyle. And now that he's gone, uh, they are kind of all over the place. So it'll be interesting to see how that does shake out. If any of these five well, F four, uh, win the next HOH, obviously Sheldon's not able to compete, uh, unless he just competes in the rest of, uh, every HOH this season. But, um, they, they all do have a different agenda. It's interesting to me that the three has been, as far off the radar as they as they have been after that first week, uh, they're not completely in the uh, out of out of the picture. Uh, it's you know there are people that are still looking at them, but the fact is that like the main alliance of those three have not been super connected to anybody in this five. They made a little bit of a bridge with Sheldon and uh, Brooke last week, but it doesn't seem like that was enough that they should completely be in the clear. Uh, but it, again, there are people like Sue who you know if. Uh, Carol does go this week. Sue's still going to be way more concerned about one Min Lee than she is about the three uh, evictors that are not aligned with her. Yeah, especially the way that they've been talking about Sue lately. Uh, they want her gone, she, yeah. You know, she should be starting to worry about them. Um, speaking of which, uh, Re has a conversation. Re, Maddie, and Min have a conversation um, about Min wanting to target Sue. Uh, she, uh, like I, I've been talking about for the last couple of updates at this point, uh, Min has been telling everybody she's calling her shot. Sue and Angie on the block. Sue's going to be gone. That's what I'm going to do if I win HOH. She's trying to convince people to not feel like they don't want her to win HOH and that uh, maybe even willing they'd be willing to give her the HOH in a spot where you know it's you know you're hanging and you know you might want to give somebody the HOH so that they just feel comfortable with her winning and then again she can sort of follow through on her plan and win some credibility in the house I actually I really like the plan I've talked about that um and so she's pitching it to Rhee and Maddie and they're cool with it. Uh, you know what? Sue plays everyone in the house that we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't mind, uh, having her leave. Um, and, uh, and that's genuine from them. Yeah, they they've made it clear a couple times whether they're talking to each other. There's a, you know a couple other people that they trust in the house, and uh, they just don't feel great about Sue. It's just been uh, something that's been consistent since the beginning of the season, pretty much. Uh, they never really formed that bond, and you know you can't have the entire house feeling uh, good with each other. That would just be Big Brother Canada six. Uh, so you know you uh, there got there have to be some people that haven't connected as much as others, and that just seems like it's always been uh, the two girls with Sue that just never uh, never came together. Yeah. Uh, so Hira, JL, and Maddie come together and talk a little bit. Um, they, uh, they, they talk about how funny it is that, uh, that like Min is so gung ho about Angie and that like Angie is like really still hates Min. Like they just are still going after each other after all this time. And like Angie's such a useless player that like it's just so, so silly. Uh, however, the JL has heard a concerning thing. Uh, he heard from Min that Chris and Vanessa 
are trying to get in Angie's ear, are trying to get her as a number. Um, and this is true information that Min has uh, relayed to them, uh, that Angie, or that uh, Vanessa and Chris have considered Angie as a number for a while. From from Chris's HOH, he's always considered Angie to be like, I've got Angie. Um, and so they say that is concerning. Uh, Hira says, I have a good relationship with her. Maybe I should start trying to work that more um, so that they don't pull Angie in. Just on the off chance that Angie wins, is she going to put us up? Like, maybe. Well, she has to focus on Min first, but uh, but it's still it's still concerning. Um, so I thought it was very interesting that uh, that that uh, that connection has now been outed a little bit uh, by men. I'm getting frustrated just watching everybody talk about how Angie would be such a waste of an HOH. Uh, if everybody's coming on to the same page and saying, yeah, who would ever take Angie out? Angie's not uh, somebody that we need to worry about. We will get Angie like whenever we get her. Uh, if every single person is saying that, there has to be somebody who that clicks for and says, yeah, that's why she needs to go. Because if I am sitting on the block against her at any point in this game, I will be the one that gets evicted. Uh, but not, say, I, I really haven't heard that unless somebody said it and I've missed it. But uh, that just seems like a very obvious thought that it, that obviously not right now I get that they want to play the game they want to go after a, a big target or two people have um, you know way bigger fish to fry just in like the short term but just the fact that everybody's left her off as like you know who would ever waste that HOH like I, I need people to start recognizing that you know the longer Angie's around uh, the more likely that they will go home against her at some point there needs to be like a case study on Angie that like because uh, she's like she's perfectly fine like there's no reason for her to be so like disrespected in the house like uh that it's it's like you know just she's not very physical and she just doesn't vibe socially very well with she's like a perfectly fine person you can talk to her she's a normal person she's she's not you know weird really in any way like maybe a little bit annoying with food stuff that people do complain about that but like like anytime she walks into a room, the entire vibe changes uh, and and like the, it shuts down. It's not as fun. They don't respect her at all in the house. Um, and it's just it's just like uh, like where we, we see this all the time. It's usually with older house guests, but mm-hmm. she's not even that much older than them. But it seems like she is. It seems like she's so separate from everybody else. Just have has a different life experience or something. Uh, but it's 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 really weird. Uh just like how big of a gap there is. Um, and I, I have to wonder whether it will ever close. You know, we talk about Angie's chance to potentially win the game, you know, if she gets lucky, really, um, it, when we talk about her on the stock watch. But like, is it even, you know, because there's a lot of time left, but I don't know. I'm starting to feel like, is that gap too big to 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 cross at this point? It, it'll it'll come into play a couple weeks from now uh, and, and we've seen that in the past like it, it reminds me of Karen in Big Brother Canada 5 uh, Corey in last season BBC, BB Can 7 uh, where it's just players that are just completely not relevant to anything going mm-hmm. on in the house but they have you know some connections here and there but then what it doesn't you know they don't come into, into play until like I said, a couple of weeks from now when their votes are critical, where somebody really needs to get them on their side for a vote or whatever the case may be. Uh, and then you see who actually has built the best connection with them. And they say, oh, we've had each other's backs all this time. And and uh, even though, you know, we haven't been 
telling each other everything like I've always had your back and you've always had mine. And I don't know who that's going to be with Angie, but that's going to happen. Uh, like mark my words, like three weeks from now and, uh, and they're going to need her. And that's when she's going to become a much more critical piece in the game, because even if nobody's evicting her, uh, that's going to be a way more important vote when you get down to seven than it is obviously now at like 11, whatever they're at. 12, yeah. 12. Um, yeah. So, uh, Maddie, Maddie starts talking about, you know, honestly, I wouldn't mind if Min won HOH. Uh, Min, what Min's doing is working. Um, and Hira and JL agree. You know, if she takes out Sue, fine. Sue isn't really with anyone. She's with everyone and therefore with no one. Um, and, and you know what, too? Says Maddie. She never puts the weights away. So frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she's really close to Vanessa and Chris, and that's also dangerous. Um, so I think what I would do, says Maddie, is I would put Vanessa and Sue up on the block and then backdoor Chris if we had the, if we have the option. Um, and JL thinks that's smart. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so that is, uh, that is their plan for now. I'm going to have to disagree with that plan. That's three pretty big targets that you're putting on the block. And uh, obviously only one will go home. So you don't, I don't know. I, I get they're all like very big backdoor fans. Like every single person this season has a plan uh, that involves a backdoor. But if you're going to backdoor someone, you got to put like Angie on the block, somebody who is unlikely to win a uh, competition and, you know, uh, come back after you. So if they're going to put up these three people and only one goes home, uh, that's not going to work out too well for Maddie, but uh, they still have time to make some adjustments to this plan if, if needed. It's definitely another uh, impact of the um, of the HOH can't compete in the veto competition thing uh, is that um, people are like way more likely to feel like the back door is the only option because they can't protect the nominations. There's only five players instead of six. And so, uh, you know, one of the arguments this week before Carol decided to completely self evict was if you put somebody like Carol, uh, up against, uh, up against men on the block, then there's five players. Carol's one of them. So count that one out. It's basically Min has a one in four chance of yeah. winning the veto instead of a one in six chance with somebody who already won, like Sheldon, who's a good competitor competing in the veto. So it, there's a there is a big shift in in that kind of strategy. And I do think that if they continue with this method of uh, veto competitions, we will continue to see a lot more backdoor um, scenarios uh, because of that. Unless there's just a Wendy's power necklace every single week and then people get the option to uh, play in the veto whenever they feel like it. Yeah, that, that tube looks like it's coming back at some point or a couple times. You know what? There should have been a third option from the Wendy's power necklace. Uh, it should have been um, you get one extra trip to Wendy's because for sure he would have taken that over any of the mm -hmm. powers it offers. Let me tell you, I'm, uh, I'm spending this quarantine cleaning out my entire house, uh, attic, everybody's rooms, drawers, everything like that. Uh, and the Wendy's power necklace looked like every single piece of junk that I've thrown out in the past couple days. Uh, just something that I'm like, why do I still have this after, you know, 13 years that it's just been sitting in this drawer? This necklace means nothing to me. And I would have thrown that in the garbage. And very sorry uh, to I mean, anybody uh, from Wendy's that's um, listening. A necklace with a W on it does not appeal to you? I it's just like they've had so many nice necklaces and vetoes. It just stood out to me how piece of plastic and awful necklace it looked. I mean, besides the fact that it was like a useless power. But yeah. now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All right. Well, that's uh, that's their plan. Sheldon is going to talk with Rianne a bit. Um, they talk about where people stand. Sheldon, uh, she she's asking him, like, where what he thinks about Vanessa. He says, oh, I don't talk much game with Vanessa. You know, but when Chris, when Kyle was here, uh, you know, you know, Kyle kind of bridged that gap. But now that Kyle's gone, like, I don't really know where her head is at. We don't really talk much game. Um, Re says that uh, she is concerned about Chris and Vanessa. She doesn't know what Chris would do. Um, and Sheldon says, yeah, Chris, Chris, such a mystery. I don't know. I don't know where, what, I don't ever know what he's doing. Like sometimes I feel half, half of me feels like I'm cool with him. Half of me feels like I have no idea. Like this guy's such a, such a, a mystery to me. Um, and so, uh, this is something that Rianne and, uh, Maddie in particular are really banking on the fact that there is no relationship there. Um, and they feel like Sheldon will be comfortable with Chris as a target or Vanessa as a target because he's saying these things, um, which he would be, uh, but for different reasons. Um, and so Rianne tells him about Min's plan to target Sue. She says, oh yeah, well, here's what Min's gonna do. She's gonna put Sue and Angie on the block and they're again both fine with it because you know, it's not one of them. Uh, and Sue will go to wherever the power is. So, um, just more people just like, yeah, that's cool. It's whatever. No, nobody wants to protect Sue. No, nobody wants to protect Sue. Uh, it's conversations like this and, uh, times like this throughout the day that make me so shocked that it seems like Sheldon and Brooke have completely started to underestimate the girls. I know at one point yesterday he made a comment about like, I can't believe I was ever threatened by Rianne. Uh, like, I feel embarrassed that, that I ever said anything like that. Uh, the two of them obviously don't talk game in front of everybody else, but like the two of them check in daily, Maddie and Rianne. Uh, I don't know if their reads are a hundred percent perfect, you know, haven't uh, fully gotten to the analysis on that, but, uh, they definitely pay attention to everything going on and they check in with each other. They share information back and forth about everything they know, including John Luke, who comes in and gives him, gives them all uh, his side of the story. So, uh, these, these, that, group is starting to become like severely underestimated yeah i mean i I think that you know when sheldon and brooke talk about like uh like we're embarrassed about how scared we were of rianne um like i I think that they're correct like because their read of rianne before was look how really socially great she is um if she's also strategically smart then uh then we have to we have a lot to fear uh from rianne um so far uh that's that strategic 
element to her game has been missing. Um, she is starting to do more and more, uh, but uh, but it's definitely not where she was before. And socially, she's also not been as strong. Um, you know, she's certainly trying with Chris, but it's not really working yet. Well, I mean, who knows how that massage is going <laughs> to impact things? Um, but uh, but yeah, I do think they should be concerned. But I think they're at the right level of concern right now. They talk a lot about their competition and they really do seem to have a pretty decent read on what they need to be doing and who they need to be worried about. I think they're correctly more worried about Hira, who has his head even more in the game and is even better socially than Rianne right now. Um, and so uh, I, I feel like they are underestimated, uh, but not 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 dramatically so. Yeah, they're uh, pretty worried about Hira, and Sheldon has made clear that he knows that if Hira goes, uh, that it, the target probably ends up on his back, as those two guys have become the comp guys in the house. Uh, so I hope he's not planning on taking Hira out too soon, you know, if he uh, wants to stay behind any kind of target. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that right now the perspective from uh, from Sheldon and Brooke is that they don't really need to win. Um, and so they don't really plan on taking anybody out themselves because it's uh, basically the, the people on the hit list right now. Vanessa, Chris, JL, Hira from, you know, either side. Yeah. And then with a, with like a taste of Min, if uh, if Sue wins or something. Um, and so really all four of those people need to go. Um, you know, I think they, that JL is probably the most valuable to them overall. Uh, and they might try and protect JL over somebody like Hira. Um, they might try and throw Rianne out, uh, over, over JL or maybe Hira, but, uh, not sure about that. But so, uh, they're really playing it by ear at this point because they've got a lot of options. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I think, I think really what it's going to come down to next week is who wins the HOH. Uh, because each individual HOH, even from each side, tends to have a different target uh, from the other side. So uh, I think it'll be it could be all over the place here. I can't wait for the season premiere of BB Can 8 this coming Thursday night. Right. <laughs> yeah. Looking uh, like a, a promising cast and they'll have a great season. It's, it starts this Thursday. Everybody tune in. Yeah. So. Chris and Vanessa talk. Uh, Vanessa's like, everyone's so gung ho about going after men, but. I don't want Min out. Um, like, and by everyone, I'm assuming she means Sue, uh, and then everyone else that's lying to her and saying that they'd go after Min when actually they'd go after her. Um, and so, uh, she said, I don't trust Min, but, uh, but I do humor her. And she's like, she's constantly like up on me all the time. Uh, and so Chris says, yes, of course, you know, we don't want to get Min out. That's, we don't need to get Min out. Hira. Hira is the danger. He's the only competitive threat. JL, less of a threat. Uh, Vanessa says, mm, but I really want him out too. Like for me, JL is the target and Hira is the backup plan. And I feel like for you, Hira is the target and JL is the backup plan. It's like, okay, okay. Um, Chris also feels the need to then uh, explain himself. Uh, he says, don't, don't worry if you see me talking to Sue. Uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to reel her in. I'm just trying to get it so so because we have five, right? So it's one, two, three, four, five. You, me, Sheldon, Brooks, Sue. And so right now we're only two. 
you and me, we're like tight. We're only two of the five and that's not a majority. And so then Brooke and Sheldon, they're also tight. They're also two of the five. So how it works is that what we need to do is that Sue is in, in kind of in the middle. So I'm trying to like work Sue, right? Uh, so if you see me like with her, like flirting, whatever, uh, like that's, you know, that's me trying to make sure that we have three of the five and that is a majority. And then, you know, then down the line and at the end, like we're going to be able to, to win. Um, and then <laughs> Vanessa's like, yes, that's so good. I'm so excited about this. We're in such a great position. I think your eyes have to open like three to five to ten percent wider <laughs> to get the full impression of Chris going. <laughs> Pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, that's uh, this is who Vanessa is left to work with. Uh, and he's not the worst uh, partner. She could have had worse options, but um, I got a little distracted in whatever you were saying by the Chris impression. So <laughs> continue. They, well, they like they feel comfortable because they feel like they're hiding their connect. Nobody sees that we're together. We're, we're hiding it successfully. Brooke and Sheldon, they're so obvious together, which is great for us because everyone's going to be more threatened by them than us. Uh, and uh, and so like that works for us. Um, and uh, Vanessa then does a little bit of Vanessa stuff. We've been missing some of it. Uh, she's going to tell, and I mentioned this last night, she's going to tell uh, Chris, she says, the only reason Sheldon wanted to win that HOH was because Brooke kept pushing for it. She kept telling him that he needed to win. It's because she doesn't trust you, Chris. That's why she was pushing him. It had nothing to do with Sheldon. It was all Brooke's fault. We know from Brooke and Sheldon that she was very aggressively trying to get Sheldon to throw the HOH. She did not want him to win. But of course, from Vanessa's perspective, either because she's making it up because she hates Brooke or because she has literally interpreted it this way in her mind because she hates Brooke. But she is trying to convince Chris that this was all Brooke's fault. Uh, Brooke was try Brooke has convinced Sheldon to win that HOH. Otherwise it would have been fine. Um, and so, but don't worry. That's, that's for later. That's for she, the Brooke. She's really dangerous in the game, but that's for later. There's no rush on Brooke. Uh, we'll get her eventually. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Brooke, uh, the Brooke factor in all of this has been another thing to kind of keep an eye on just because of the fact that people don't feel like threatened by her. But I think at a certain point when uh, when the eyes do fall on Sheldon and Brooke as a duo, people might end up feeling like Sheldon should stay because at the end of the day, Sheldon is the one that has built better bonds with other people than Brooke. Brooke is not connected to any of the evictors in the same way that Sheldon is. So uh, that, that could come back to bite her. And, and that's that's the crazy thing, too, is that that is the reality. But the perception is the opposite. The perception is and there's conversations that happened yesterday about this, that if you take out Brooke, it weakens Sheldon. Because he doesn't have any, he doesn't have the connections that she does. That she's the one who's bridging gaps between him and other people. She's the one telling him what to do. And so if you take out Brooke, you weaken Sheldon, you weaken JL, you weaken Hira. Like, uh, Brooke is the, the gap between all of those people. So, uh, you know, obviously Hira and JL, bigger targets right now. 
but uh, but eventually we can take out Brooke and that just weakens Sheldon, um, which, you know, it seems to be the theme of the year in terms of uh, it just it, it take take out take out take out the the woman in the partnership and weaken the man. Yeah, um, which seems but to be something that I've heard quite a lot. That also just comes down to the fact of like the way that the two of them interact with everybody else in the house. I mean, they don't interact with everybody else in the house a whole lot because they're often tied up in a room together. Uh, but when they do come around to everybody else, Brooke is, uh, you know, people have, have called her out on being flirty. People have called her out on just the, her personality as she clings on to people. Uh, again, not, not just the guys, it's the girls, anybody in the house. She attaches herself to them and she Puts her you know, brings the out the baby voice a little bit, the head on the shoulder. Like she's, she's very affectionate towards all the people in the house. And that's what everybody sees when she's around everybody. Uh, Sheldon is obviously much more uh, straight faced and doesn't really let on uh, any kind of emotion when he's around other people they're like pulling things out of him all day uh so it does look like brooke is more of the social butterfly that's friendly with everybody while sheldon is just kind of sitting around uh you know straight face talking to people so i I get why that's the perception it's just again not the reality and i think i think it's really working for sheldon that he is so seemingly closed off because when he does open up to people uh in private conversations they feel like i'm the one i'm the one he's opening up to uh i'm the one that has the close relationship with you uh and they i, I feel like they that makes them feel even more comfortable versus somebody like sue who is so openly warm a lot of the time and so visibly connected to so many people that when you have like a, a good conversation with her, you're like, okay, I had a good conversation with her, but everybody does. And I see yeah. it all the time. Um, so it's, it's interesting how, how these uh, social dynamics can play out sometimes. Um, yep. So there's really, there's not a, ton else to talk about from the day we had uh we had cookie time with john luke um we have uh we had uh sheldon and brooke did talk a little bit more about uh you know sheldon was like i've kind of been rethinking the vote out min idea um like if sue wants to go for it like we shouldn't stop her like she should like we should just let her like if we're the if we're the barrier between Sue pitching to vote out uh, uh, Min and then have Carol force herself to self evict um, that uh, why don't we just just give her the green light be like you know what you go for it um, doesn't doesn't fall back on us if she succeeds great if she doesn't then you know more heat on Sue um, and so. They uh, they talk about that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, I, like I said, I really don't expect Sue to succeed, but um, but we might see a little bit more campaigning from that end. I just want to see her wake up a little bit more. I, I like in the game. I feel like she uh, can't possibly have. I I don't know. I'm not. I. I I was going to talk about the stock watch, but I don't remember what her score was at all this week. Uh, but I can't imagine it's going up at all uh, at this point. Just it seems like she's either at the same level she was last week or maybe like down a little bit. It's just mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a whole lot uh, to show me that she is working towards setting up herself for when the season starts on Thursday night. I'm predicting massive shifts because not only has the game just completely shifted from where it was last week, uh, two people are gone. The entire structure of the house has changed, but also some of the players who are playing well are now playing kind of poorly like so. Uh, and some of the players that weren't playing super well last week and were in a really, really bad spot, like Min, for whatever reason, is now actually in doing okay, even though she should be leaving this week. Yeah. Uh, so it should, and, it should be all over the place. And so, 
had a DR uh, last night where she was literally talking about everybody that I'm close to in the house keeps leaving. Uh, so obviously, Carol, she felt like she had in her corner. Carol's probably out the door this week. Uh, Kyle was, you know, somebody she connected to. And even Jamar, like Jamar uh, and yeah. Sue was a was a pretty tight duo. And that's, you know, there was contention, uh, a little bit of, uh, of something between Sue and uh, Min, because Min kept saying, like, are you talking to Jamar? Like, are you guys like aligned at all? And then Sue had to keep deflecting off of that. Uh, but that was, I guess, three people in a row that Sue had something with uh, that she was kind of hiding behind. And now all three of those people are going to be not that she was hiding behind Carol, but, uh, you know, Carol was, I guess, a number on her side. And it's just, you know, her game is kind of crumbling down. She's not wrong about that. Yeah, I know. I'm sure we'll talk about this, but uh, you, there's a stark difference that Sheldon and Sue are in very similar, were in very similar positions where uh, they both lost two of their closest and most valuable allies in the house, Jamar and Kyle. <clears throat> we saw Sheldon completely rebound, shift his uh, shift his weight to the other foot, and uh, and take control of the house, uh, whereas Sue took the blow and is, has been crippled by it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think that says a lot about them as players, um, right now at least. So, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to see about that. Um, what else? What else? Uh, we had, um, Sheldon, uh, complimented Min said that she looked nice, uh, that Brooke did not, did not enjoy that. Um, then, uh, Sheldon was saying that Brooke looked like a janitor, uh, cause she kind of, she kind of did. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't Brooke think did she, not enjoy that. she did not enjoy that either. Um, then, um, we, uh, the secret of Chris's real job came out to Brooke, who then shared it with, uh, with Sheldon. Um, so, uh, so that was happening. Um, some late night uh, drama last night where men crawled into mm. Sheldon's bed and uh, this morning Brooke confronted or Sheldon mentioned it to Brooke. I, I think men might've slept in my bed last night. Brooke's like, what do you mean? You think she did? Like, it might've been a dream or something. <laughs> I'm not too sure. She's uh, gone but, by the time I woke up. I don't right. know if it really happened. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's true. She was, it but is. That was the worst way to say it, though. Like we're getting into today here, but oh my god, Sheldon! Uh, like you need to realize that when you say it might have been a dream, you're implying that you may have dreamed yeah. that she came into your bed, which is actually, I think, worse than Min actually coming into your bed. Um, and so now it's the worst of both worlds here, where not only did she actually come into your bed, but you admitted that you might have had a dream about her at coming into your bed um and it's 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 both things and uh yeah you, you messed up there sheldon no good smart call on his end uh going back to the episode last night where it didn't seem like they were asking for volunteers or he did he didn't ask for volunteers for have nots until rianne uh raised her hand but he did put brooke as a have not um putting that distance between the two of them and forcing them to not be in the same room uh if it did seem like like i said if that's correct that she didn't volunteer uh was a smart move because otherwise i do feel like the closer they're getting now they might have ended up in the same hoh bed and that would have been just even worse so yeah and and just just to 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 be clear here i say the dreaming is is potentially worse because it's not like anything happened uh like she he's she's already slept in his bed before it's not like they were like 
cuddling or anything uh, like she just came into the bed and slept in the bed which is something that people do all the time uh sheldon has slept with plenty of people in beds in the house before which is why i feel like dreaming about it is a little weirder than the reality of it um but but yeah so that, <laughs> that was happening um J- jl sheldon and brooke come together and they name they finally name their trio uh they call themselves squadron midnight that's JL Brooke and Sheldon. That is their their name. Isn't that um, an episode of The Office? I don't know. <laughs> you no, it, know, it's something else, but it's close <laughs> to that. Um. So, uh, so there you go. That's uh, they're now in yet another named alliance. Um, they they did like a funny thing with Min and their trio with Min. They're like, uh, oh, like the thing from Futurama, like, um, like as a hand signal. They they uh they want to do like uh for Squadron Midnight like sleepiness. Um, and so like uh they were joking around about like okay when we go to vote if that ever happens um then uh you know you when you when you come out uh that i'll be like lying on the floor sleeping um because we're squashing midnight so yeah uh, you know there's that um and uh, it, it did make me like We've been talking a lot about how Sheldon and Brooke are uh, in an alliance with everybody in the house, but I think also every alliance in the house includes Brooke and Sheldon, except for maybe the evictors, but they're not really like they don't talk about the evictors anymore. So I don't know if it counts Uh, like they're definitely working together, but uh, like they're also definitely working with Sheldon and Brooke at this point. So it's not like they have like secret evictor meetings where they're like, Hey, we're the evictors still. Uh, it's more like, Hey, we're working with Sheldon and Brooke. Let's talk to them about this. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like we probably could say that Brooke and Sheldon are included in every single Alliance in the house on top of being in an Alliance with everybody in the house. I think this Thursday is going to be the make or break time for any kind of connection between uh, the the evictors and Brooke and Sheldon, because if the evictors win HOH, of course, Brooke and Sheldon will come talk to them and they'll say, hey, we, we're good with you guys. We didn't put you up last week. You know where we want to go with this. Uh, and then that'll be something that maybe just seems a little more solid going forward. If not, then Brooke and Sheldon are probably going to be with the other people in the house that are potentially going after those three. If you know, whoever that, whoever that may be. Uh, and that might kind of be the end of that connection if they start to realize that Brooke and Sheldon aren't fighting for them, uh, in one way or another. So, um, it does feel like the time is completely running out on whatever might potentially happen between those two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, I did, I did almost forget. Yes, that, uh, Min did tell JL that she, uh, dated, um, dated the, uh, not the guy that plays Michael in Better Call Saul, um, but, uh, the actor Michael who plays, um, what's, uh, what's the name of the character? Um, yeah. Ah. It's um, it's Michael Mando who plays the character of somebody or other on Better Call Saul and was the dude from Far Cry Cry 3. Nacho. Thank you. Guy that plays Nacho on Better Call Saul. She said she dated him. She uh, I think she thought she was going to be on a on a dating show. She said she thought she was going to be on a 90 day fiance, but like Mm -hmm. the European version. Right. Or the UK version, I guess. I don't know. I'm down um, for another uh, appearance after this one. Yeah. Uh, so, 
So, um, yeah. Um, uh, any, anything else? Anything else that you had from yesterday? Uh, no, not a whole lot. It does, you know, as has been very well covered on here and just in general, this week is kind of still stifled by Carol and her, you know, forcing everybody's hand. I do feel like we're going to get a lot more shifting a little bit towards like, you know, maybe Wednesday and Thursday, like, all right, guys, like, are we doing this or not? Are we sending Carol home? Or are we going to make this a double eviction where we vote men out and then Carol can just walk out right after her? Um, so there is probably going to be some debate on that. I feel like the diary room will probably have to get involved uh, because people are going to start going in there and saying like, so this is what we want to do. And I don't know if they're going to try to walk them away from that idea, but um, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen today. Today's only Monday and there's still a couple of days until Thursday. So uh, it, you know, it does seem like everybody's planning for the future, but it's really hard to do that when it still seems so far away. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. J- JL did talk about wanting to be uh, an actor and that he uh, he was an extra in uh, in a movie that uh, is uh, has Aiden Gillen in it. Um, yeah, who, lots, lots of comments from him about uh, the opportunities that could come after this. He's mm-hmm. open for those. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think that's about about what we have uh, from yesterday. Um, like, you know. We're, we're it's uh it's still just waiting waiting on mm-hmm. uh on carol to leave um it, i would honestly i hope that sue finds success in the plan i hope they give her the go ahead and she somehow manages to make it happen i think that would be fun but it's not gonna happen so uh that's what we have for you make sure you uh join me tomorrow morning at 11 a.m eastern to where where i will update you and everything that happens today on the big brother canada 8 live feeds tomorrow night i will be uh talking with the uh brent and melissa people um otherwise known as the lfc um <laughs> for the round table at 9 p.m eastern and we'll update the stock watch and uh talk about the week on the feeds it'll be a fun time and then of course thursday night back to talk about carol's self-eviction i refuse to call it anything else so that's what we got you can find me on twitter at armstrong Taren. you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash Taryn armstrong matt where can people find you Find me on Twitter at Matt Ligori, and I've got uh, my blog for Survivor that I do every week that will be coming out either tonight or tomorrow. Um, I don't know if I ever plug that on here, but if you are a Survivor fan and you don't check that out, I do a weekly blog where I power rank the players of this season of Survivor. uh, And I have uh, two past contestants that have been joining me for this season, Gavin and Victoria from Survivor Season 38. So check that out if you have not. And that's what I got. That does remind me, uh, Thursday, I will be talking again to Kevin Martin. I had so much again. fun talking with him uh, a few weeks ago and, uh, for, about Survivor that uh, he's, he, you know, we're all we're all Two Kevin podcasts in, in uh, like uh, less than two or three weeks. The world he's, must he's be ending. Itch, he's itching to talk Survivor and uh, and everyone really loved the podcast uh, wow. with, with Kevin. So uh, we're we're going to we're going to talk to Kevin again about Survivor and it should be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure you tune in Thursday at around 5 p.m. Eastern before the Big Brother Canada episode. So premiere. Before the Big Brother Canada premiere. <laughs> <laughs> really, really going all in on that joke. Yes. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for joining us. I'll see you next time. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.